0: We're, we're old friends now, so I feel like I'm just coming back to see an old friend in, yes. in the house, right?
1: Yes, absolutely. So that's one of the reasons I, I invited you back is because I absolutely love your mind and the conversation that we had the last time was just heartwarming, right? It was not like I was being interviewed or getting interviewed or interviewing someone. You know, it wasn't cool. It was warming, heartwarming. It was very much organic, so I absolutely loved having you and love having you and you're right we are friends so and i wanted to catch you in your own element a very casual element so here you are with your hat
0: <laughs> that's right that's right the hat the polo shirt <clears throat> in front of in front of the cocktail glasses i can see here <laughs> uh, so thank you again for having me back
1: you're welcome you're welcome so today we're going to be talking about influencing others with a heart and i know Stefan, you've got uh, you have done fantastic work uh, in, in your area. But I want you to just dig a little bit deeper into your mind and into your heart in how we can actually influence others with our heart, especially in a landscape where everyone is depressed, not even only at work, but at home in our society communities, around the world. So let's dig into it from your perspective. How can we influence others with our heart?
0: You know, I think it's, it's, it's a very simple thing and we forget that because it's very basic, but I think we are so consumed by, by conformity and by the things which happen around us and the influence of social media because, you know, I, I, I was just having this conversation with somebody uh, a couple of days ago and I said, every time I open up Facebook and then I close it, I'm left with, I'm not doing this enough, I'm not that enough, I'm not good enough, this enough, that. I mean, it, the list just doesn't stop. This not good enough, I think is a big part of that. And, and for me personally, I think I've lived all my life with striving to be somebody that my father would be able to see me and that my father would be giving me acknowledgement. Um, and I think that's a big part of my personal journey, which then also has translated into, now to answer your question, how can we do this? I think the moment we start thinking about what other people think about us and what other people may do, we start chessing like the chess game, we start becoming uh, consciously or subconsciously manipulative. But if we're really focusing on ourselves and we focus on uh, the big word, authenticity, and authenticity starts really, I think, with integrity, that's where I feel that uh, kind of that sets the basis, that sets the baseline for me to be able to have influence on other people and not because it is manipulated or because it's intentional but because it becomes inspirational from the example that I'm setting. And I think that's the important piece. Good influence in terms of leadership in particular needs to be motivational and inspirational. So it's almost like when you go to a buffet, here's my buffet. This is what it's there. This is about as honest as it's out there. You get to take what you want. I'm not going to make you eat. And I think that's the distinction between management and and, and being that micromanager sometimes and getting people to do things versus motivating and inspiring people to do things. And there's a very, very distinct difference and it goes back to servant leadership, et cetera, et cetera. And we can talk more about that, but to answer your question, to kind of, you know, tie it up right here. I think those two elements, authenticity, integrity, are a huge part of that.
1: You mentioned about integrity. Can you speak a little bit about integrity? Cause I know that a lot of people, especially leaders, right. Uh, they focus on integrity and, and it translates or they convert integrity into this is my title, this is my position, this is my status. Can, can you explain that integrity is not equal to status with an ego?
0: It's interesting. I, I, I'll share a very personal story because this is a heartfelt 15 minutes we're talking about. I, for a long time, um, very distinctly had uh, in the context of as a human being and who I was, kind of the, the the disconnect between personal and professional life, I had absolutely no integrity and and frankly, I think it may be interesting for some people to hear here um, i it cost me um, a marriage and uh, and it was really kind of the understanding that in in the context of integrity it's about having a clear value system. It's about having clear values and boundaries, but it's also respecting other people's values and boundaries and being really in tune with that in the context of empathy. And I always make the distinction between empathy and compassion. And nobody has done it better. I think uh, probably about, I I don't know how long ago, I want to say six months ago, maybe a year ago. Brene Brown came out with this animated version of the difference between compassion and empathy. And that's exactly what it is, right? When you go down into the cave and you sit there and you say, you know what? I felt as shit as you do. And I understand what you're going through, but now let's get you out of here. That's empathy versus the guy who is compassionate. I always make the difference between compassion is you being a spectator, you audience. When you're empathetic, you've been there, or you're still there and you want to help the other person to bring them and lift them up. So going to your question of leadership, let's define leadership, right? We're so quick to call people leaders. What's a leader? Just because you're the title says CEO, or because you're the president or the chairman of organization? Well, hopefully you got selected and voted and designated that title because you are a leader, but more often than not, it's not. And when I look at integrity in the context of the things we allow ourselves, but we judge others for that. That's the initial disconnect, which I see probably 70 to 80% of leaders do. And anybody who sees this, who wants to challenge me on it, let's have a conversation. By the time we're talking 15 minutes, we're gonna uncover some things and that's okay. But the challenge really, what I'm inviting everybody also who watches this is take a look at your own value system. And are you, the way you're judging others, are you really living that same value to the T and to the exactment of that is integrity. And, and I always make this silly example. I was just saying it the other day on a podcast. It's like when somebody has a dog. Do you have a dog?
1: No, I do not. I'm allergic to dogs and cats, so I have okay. a goldfish.
0: There you go. But it's, it's, if you have a dog, and you probably have friends who have dogs, and, and when the dog is being walked early in the morning when it's dark or in a, in a park where there's nobody looking or... in a a side street where there's nobody looking or nobody's around, or you're like late night out at 10 o'clock with the dog and the dog does his business. Integrity is if you take the little bag out, you pick it up and you take care of it versus integrity to some people is, oh, let me look around if somebody's watching. And if nobody's watching, I'll just leave the shit on the street. Always going there and picking it up and not looking around if somebody's watching or not, that's integrity. Because integrity is not a choice. You either have it or you don't. And it's consistent, it's clear, it's, it's the discipline. And it's, it's absolute clarity. And when you really get to the point of integrity, it's not about titles. It's not about rank. The, 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 God, I mean, the, the, I mean, I come out of the hotel and luxury industry. But I know uh, hotel managers, and I knew hotel managers, their integrity was a lot worse than the guy who just started the first day washing dishes, or being at the front door, or being the busboy, or or anything else. Because their integrity, their commitment, their value system, their prioritizing. Unbelievable people. Inspiring people in terms of, wow, because when you get to a point as a leader where you say, holy shit, this guy has more integrity than I do and I get paid 10 times the money, that's when you start, your, your, your brain starts churning and you're having finally arrived at a point where you're ready to start what I call humanly innovate, right? There is human innovation. I do believe people can change, but it takes discipline. It takes a group of people around you who holds you accountable, and for you to be willing to expose yourself to that let that be mentors let that be friends let that be advisors let that be a coach call it whatever it is but that's what it's all about sorry i just went like all over no, the place
1: I, lo- I love it it you it just condensed everything <laughs> and basically got right to the heart of it you know why we should be influencing others with our heart That's just brilliantly, brilliantly put. And I love what you said about, you know, we are constantly innovating. And I absolutely believe in that because I believe that our personalities change, our characters change, and our characters and personalities are also related to how we lead others, but lead ourselves as well. And, of course, it's directly related to integrity. But I love that analogy that you gave about picking up the dog shit right it's so true and we are whom we are and we are whom we become what we do whether or not someone else is looking and you just and you know calculated everything in that so Stefan I have one thing to ask you to do in in the words of or in the spirit of influencing with a heart I would like you to, to send a message with a heart, which is notes of love, empowerment, and courage. What heartful words would you like to share to all the viewers and listeners? Any encouraging words?
0: You know, I think the biggest piece for me is, and I can only speak for myself, stop worrying about your image manager and people to get people to like you and accept the fact that whoever you are, you're fucking amazing as you are and, and own that piece. Be content with that um, and, and allow people to enter your life and allow people to exit your life. And also there, be content with that. And because I think when people see you and allow you to be who you are, and it's not about permission, but there's a comfort level, right? When you're around friends, and you don't feel you have to be somebody. You can just be yourself. We all know the difference. There's this flow, there's that ease. That's the feeling. My wish is for all the people who are watching to again, accept your own brilliance. You're fucking amazing as you are. And just stop getting to like people, getting people to like you and try to play that. Just be authentic, be real. your tribe will find you, right? It's like this big word, what I like to use always, like, uh, you're a weirdo, but there's weirdos like you out there and you'll find your tribe. And I'm a weirdo, hell yes. Um, I'm a weirdo too. and, and, And that's just, that's part of it. It's like the law of natural attraction. Let it happen, don't try to fit in somewhere, go somewhere and add. It's a lot what I talk about in business about talent optimization. Right, we always, as companies, we say, "Oh, what can you, what can, how can you fit in?" Well, bullshit. What is it that I see in you that is a culture ad, that is an energy ad, that's a brilliance ad to my company, and I get the privilege of bringing you in to say, "Wow, this person is is, is just such an addition to this, and it's just brilliant," for whatever reason that may be. Um, and and there's many many books written about it. Um, I think we spoke about it last time, right? The, the, the book uh, with Sally Hoxett, uh, the title is You and How to Fascinate. And, and that book is about uh, her own story, really. When you think about it, stop trying to be somebody who you're not. Be more of what you're already great and fascinating at. So go do all, do, do yourself, right? It's like this saying, oh, I'm going to go do me. Well, you know what? Yeah, go do you. That's really, I think, a, a big piece of that.